the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Wow, is it Friday before holiday weekend? Woo! It's Friday night! Yes, indeedy it is. It's not just any Friday night, though. It's Friday night before a long weekend. Three days of absolute heaven if you're in San Diego. And yeah, I think it's pretty heavenly. No. <laughs> Listen, it, now, if we had these temps here with the humidity that we had a couple weeks ago, then you, then you would, ha- then you would um, have me San complaining. Spoiled. Anything above 75, too hot. Now, I am absolutely loving what's happening with the weather, okay? What I'm not loving is so much of the, the Democrats' response to the to this weather. We're going to be talking a little bit about that later on in tonight's show, because let me tell y'all, there's actually a story coming out of Colorado that is so symbolic. It has to do with thermostats, but to me, it's so much bigger than that, because this story is so symbolic as to the controls that the liberals want to have over your entire life, and we have been warning about this for quite some time. Friday means Bob Walters will be here with uh, some more crazy stories coming out of our colleges, but we've actually even got an incredibly shocking story that involves the push for pedophilia in discussions with five-year-old children. I mean, I can't even, I can't even tell you how crazy it is. You're definitely going to want to stay tuned for Bob Walters. And then we're also going to, it's not Labor Day, but we're rolling into the Labor Day weekend and we've got Scott Powell is going to be joining us. He's got a really great a blog post out that says that Labor Day honors exceptionalism that won't be canceled. They cannot cancel. No matter what Joe Biden tried to tell you last night, there is no canceling the truth about American exceptionalism and what we have, what our entrepreneurial spirit, what the American culture has done and contributed for the world. And we're going to pay homage to that tonight. Uh, before I go any further, I got to bring in this man. I pay homage, homage to him every night of the week, and he does as well. Of course, I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. And I'm just sick of seeing him. I know he says he's going to retire. Someone needs to grab that little elf and chuck him across the Potomac. No, that's not me, but for a Friday, <laughs> I, I just love that soundbite. Um, unfortunately, there was not enough people saying, uh, making that statement about. Uh, the wannabe dictator who all he needed to complete the image last night was either put either to put horns on his head or to or to be wearing a military uniform and holding a banana. OK, I can't decide whether that was more. And you know what? I, I, I very rarely draw the Hitler analogy. I think the comparisons to Hitler is so overplayed. It's so ridiculous. I, I very rarely scary. I very rarely ever Unless I very rarely ever talk about those kinds of comparisons, in part because I love the Jewish people so much. And I think it's I think it's unfair to them 
to minimize what happened with Hitler. But I can't decide if last night was more Hitlerian or if it was more Luciferian. I think it was a combination of both. It was, a, little, of it was both. a lot of evil. It was a lot of evil of both. I don't know that Joe Biden, who has no idea literally where he is. Some, I mean, this is a man who has just in recent weeks tried to shake hands with people that were not there or forget within a span of three seconds that he's already shaken someone's hand and trying to shake it again. So, no, Joe Biden had no real planning and no real involvement in the planning of what went down last night but there's no denying even when when you've lost cnn when cnn and yeah of course they're you know trying to repair their image they're trying to pretend that they're moving towards going back to or moving towards if they ever were i mean we've been referring to them as the communist news network i have for over 20 years at least they're going through the motions of pretending that they're moving towards journalism and reportage now they they have they were trending Boycott CNN was trending today with the lefties because they they excoriated Biden for the imagery last night. I, they didn't excoriate Biden for his content. And that's interesting. That's how, you know, CNN is not making any real any real um, you know adjustments in terms of their content. But I think I think that the consensus today is that even even with the left, that the satanic you couldn't you could not avoid seeing what those images represented whether or not they were intentional you could not avoid seeing you can't unsee what was seen and it was planned every bit of it was planned the red the lights coming on the red lights it was the, dark it, 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 yeah i mean I, 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 there's no way that you can make any kind of case about the darkness for MAGA when and when the darkness of that satanic imagery is so vibrant. There's no denying it, no avoiding it. And they're trying to walk it back today in some way. So CNN, even CNN was busting them for the satanic imagery that was, was was going on in the backdrop there. Even CNN busted them for the use of the military. Um, and of course, the left it, 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 trotting out to U.S. military. This was not. And for those who were who were saying, oh, well, you know, the Republicans use the military in their backdrops as well. This was not a speech. This was not a speech given in the Rose Garden. This was not a speech given in a military installation. This was a speech given at Independence Hall in Philadelphia, where typically you would not have military. He wasn't speaking at Annapolis. He was speaking in Philadelphia. The choice of and the way and it wasn't even just that he had military behind him. It's the way that the whole thing unfurled. With the imagery behind him, the way it was laid out, the columns and all of that, the the way they set up the shot. And let me tell you, anybody who's ever been involved in any kind of TV production, weeks went into planning this. The entire day setting up that shot took days and days. It took weeks of planning and days and days and days to bring to bring that to bear. The lighting, the combination of the lighting, the camera angles, the 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 military, the U.S. Marines coming out and flanking him in the background to be within the shot. They weren't they weren't just like like some the left is showing these images today. Ronald Reagan with a bunch of Marines lined up behind him. That's not what this was about. The, the use of the military, I mentioned it last night, was not as important to me as the content. I, I think that I, I posted a picture on the socials today of, of a, a side-by-side comparison that I had seen. It was Trump hold, hold, at CPAC 
uh, with his arms wrapped around the flag and kissing the flag on the right and on the left was Joe Biden in that red, dark, red, lit, fist up, angry on the left. And I thought that is so symbolic of the division of America today. We are split down the middle. You got half of this country that was so proud of that anger, that satanic, hate-filled, evil imagery and evil language towards half of this country. And the on the right symbolizes the very people that were under attack last night and being demonized as terrorists. And what are we? And what makes us terrorists? Because we love this country. Because we want to make America great again. I never thought, Andrew, we would ever have a president. I mean, yeah, we know it's par for the course right now. Never thought a president would ever speak that way. Absolute hate. Now, let me, one of the things that struck out to me today, stuck out to me today, and then we're going to play a clip of Biden trying to walk it back, is that speech that he gave last night. I have never seen any Republican or Democrat speak that strongly, calling out, any Islamic terrorist? I don't even even I don't. Did anybody ever use that language in, in, in with that level of vitriol against Al Qaeda? Well, we're going to take down the the people. The people who took down these towers will hear all of us soon. I mean, that wasn't even as 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 nasty towards Osama bin Laden as what we heard last night. And after nine eleven, every time there was a terrorist attack, one of the first things that happened would be somebody at the microphones, Pulse nightclub. The first person who spoke at the at the press conference afterwards was a representative of CARE, Council for American Islamic Relations, coming to the microphone to tell us that the most important thing we needed to worry about in that moment was Islamophobia. Fort Hood, same thing. After San Bernardino, Loretta Lynch, and it became see something, say something. Loretta Lynch did a press conference and said that uh, was talking and, and was asked about it. And she said, well, before you see something and say something and it involves a Muslim, you better be careful because we will consider that hate speech. You, you, you couldn't talk about Islamic terror without distinguishing is, is Islamist versus Muslims. I had to constantly say, not every Muslim is a terrorist. But yet because of a few people, trespassers, quite frankly, on January 6th, now 75 million MAGA people are domestic terrorists. That's the game. That's the play here. And I am not going to be treated like like I am worse than an Islamic terrorist who took down the Twin Towers or shot up a bunch of people at a Christmas party or had warrior for Allah on his business card and slaughtered American military that were left defenseless on a military installation under the stupidity of gun free zone. One of the things that I want to say, though, in regards to this is everybody's talking today about, well, this is this is to bait us into doing an act of violence. You're missing the point. And even, that even goes to the brilliant Charlie Kirk. What he's saying is our beliefs are considered violence at this point. Our very beliefs are what is considered violence. Not Antifa, who actually beats people over the head with cement milkshakes. That's not considered violence. That's considered justified. Remember the Baltimore mayor? We got to get we got to give the, the rioters their space. Right. What they're doing, AM Greatness had a great article out today, basically saying they're employing the same tactics of Antifa. They're trying to normalize the evil 
and violence and actual political violence in this country in the form of tyranny. They're trying to normalize that. And they're trying to act as though those of us who actually have a political belief that's based on the idea of securing borders, the idea that we get the right to express ourselves, including questioning the outcome of an election, that we have the right to decide whether or not we get jabbed with a substance that we don't want injected into our bodies, that we should have the right to decide whether or not our children get put on castration drugs, that we believe in preserving the sanctity of life with preborn children. The very existence of those beliefs is what they consider an act of violence. We're already there. Look at, look at Mayor Garland's counterterrorism unit. That's the very description of a DVE, domestic violence extremist. Now, you had a question. Uh, you were questioning earlier, Skins, about <clears throat> what their game plan was and what, did they, what their goal was with this. Was Biden walking it back because they were running this up the flagpole? I think we should explore that when we come back. We're, I think we should, when we come back, we're going to play the Biden clip of him walking it back and maybe discuss whether or not, you know, was it was it just taking the temperature? What was this about? What do you guys think? 888-344-1170. We're also going to talk about what was found. The contents of the raid was released today. Did they find a whole bunch of nothing? We're going to talk about that when we come back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer is San Diego. Andrea K. The Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, these are times that tries my soul. Jane Fonda, before we continue our discussions about uh, uh, Biden trying to walk back what happened last night, I, Jane, all over the news, Hanoi Jane has been diagnosed with non Hodgkin's lymphoma. <sighs> I got to pray for her. Just like I got to pray for all of humanity, right? Because we we got to we got to show love and we got to show that we're what we're called to do. It's what we're called to do. So somebody out there loves her, probably. <laughs> um, traitor, traitor to our country, right? Um, she was probably digging last night's speech. So you were you before the before the show tonight. You, I can't remember now how you 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 asked this question about given the fact that he was walking it back. What what their real intention was? Let's play the clip of him walking it back first, and maybe you can help me understand what your what your question about it was. All right. Everyone pump it. Come on, look, guys. You keep trying to make that case. I don't consider any of the companies. I do think anyone who calls for the use of violence fails to condemn violence when it's used. Refuse the knowledge that an election has been won. Insists upon changing the way in which the rules count votes. That is a threat to democracy, democracy. Everything we stand for, everything we stand for rests on the platform of democracy. When people voted for Donald Trump and supported now, they weren't voting for attacking the Capitol. They weren't voting for overruling the election. They were voting for a philosophy he put forward. So I am not talking about anything other than it is inappropriate and it's not only happening here, but other parts of the world where there's a failure 
to recognize that violence, whatever it's used for the purposes, failure to condemn the, 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 the attempt to manipulate electoral outcomes, failure to acknowledge when elections were won or lost. Okay. Um... After listening to that again, you were questioning whether or not he was walking it back as though last night, maybe what? Well, last night, after listening, and I still hold true to what I think the whole thing was about, which is about the election. And don't you dare question the outcome of an election. Last night, I felt like he pretty much demonized anybody that voted for Donald Trump, period. He did. All 75 million Americans. He did. On that clip, if you listened closely... He's like, well, you could have voted for Donald Trump and you're okay. But if you hold true to what Trump believes, that the election was stolen and that it wasn't a fair and just outcome to that election, that is, and he was kind of being wishy-washy, but that in itself is considered violence and that makes you an extremist. So you're basically saying that he's basically narrowing it down. He's narrowing, he's it, narrowing down it down with down. that clip, yes. Well, and, and I think that just really that just really um, supports your notion that the entire thing was All about, about criminalizing, questioning the outcome of an election, which is what we've been saying on the Andrea Kay show since January 6th. I said on that day, I was really angry at a lot of conservatives because they piled on with the Democrats. I talked about it that night. I said, we've got a major person, I'm not going to say the name, here on our own network, who said it was the first time he had ever screamed on his show was when he saw somebody put their desk, their feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. I thought, there's something wrong with you. That that's the image that made you for the first time in a 30-something or 40-something media career made you scream at the TV? Something's wrong with you. And and all you phony conservatives are doing is you're setting the stage for the Democrats to use this. You're aiding and abetting what will be the net, what will be used going forward by the Democrats against every Trump supporter going forward. You are, are part of the problem because they are going to exploit this as a way to use it against us and declare that 75 million MAGA voters are terrorists. I said it on January 7, probably said it on January 6. And I was right. So, uh, uh, um, yeah, so here we are. Because what and what did I also say pretty, pretty early on that just like just like the Russian collusion hoax was a, a part of the plan to cover up the crimes of Hillary Clinton. This was about covering up the election fraud that took place. And the question I have, and there's been a little bit, uh, you know, Kennedy, very, very strong, a couple of others. But for the most part, a lot of the Republican response to last night's speech, Andrea, is so weak. And it just breaks my heart that nobody in collectively on the GOP side came out strongly against this. Well, right. And first of all, he opens up by saying, you guys, you keep making that case as though he's never said that Trump supporters were, you know, a threat to democracy. He said it all, all night last night. He keeps talking about a threat to democracy, democracy, democracy. There's not been one Republican that's come out today and said, we are a republic of states. There's and a there, difference. And there's a very much difference. And the left has been constantly pushing to destroy that. And we don't have enough in the Republican Party making it very clear to the voters to understand the difference and what the democrats are doing this main cultural marxist play which includes like uh the mutilation of children is that it's about the fringe minorities being able to vote in anything they want you no longer have individual liberty and individual freedom they this uh, this is a part of ultimately
recently, because you're right that this is centralized around elections, is setting the stage for them to have to justify completely centralizing and controlling the outcome of our elections. I also think that's why he said, I think you have a little bit of a different take on it, but that's why he used the name of the Constitution. It was discussing, it kept saying, we the people. Yeah. Reinforce that, hey, this is a collective group. Yeah. Um, they're trying to walk it back today. Um, there's really no reason for them to walk it back because um, this is really the only play they have going into the midterms. That's it. They can't talk about anything, you know, with any rational thought when it's still $6 a gallon of gas here. And, and, and even if it goes down to four fifty, five dollars $5 a gallon of gas, it's way more than it, what it was. I mean, they're, they, 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 uh, have, they can't run on a platform of, we believe that it, that, um, minor attracted persons are okay. And we now think it's okay for adults to have sex with children, which is true. We're going to talk about that with Bob Walters when we come up in a moment. They cannot run on a platform of, we think five year olds should be able to, to go into hospitals and get hysterectomies and, and mutilate their bodies. They can't run on a platform of we're destroying the energy sector so that um, we can usher in the new world order. They can't run on the platform of um, we are going to seize complete control of all your businesses and go, or, or um, by the way, going forward down the road, even though these shots don't work on anybody, you're still going to be forced to get them and you're going to have to have a digital footprint. You're going to have to be able to uh, agree with everything we say according to our ESG standards in order to be able to function going forward. They can't run on anything truthful. So in the words of Lanny Davis, Hillary Clinton's BFF, uh, she said he said many years ago when the left can't win. The argument on the merits, they seek to diminish the person with whom they disagree. And this is a tactic that's been used, It's you know, going back since the beginning of time, whether we're talking about Goebbels, whether we're talking about Stalin or beyond. Quickly, I want to talk about what happened down in um, what happened down in, in Florida. The inventory was released today in terms of what was found in the Mar-a-Lago raid and uh, and. <laughs> Breaking news. What did they they, got him on, Andrea? Here's what what they got. Almost 100 empty file folders. 100. Oh, Trump's a slime. 100 empty file folders. That's your evidence? Is that what was spread on the floor that we saw? And by the way, those file folders were pristine. There was not an ink mark. There was not uh, uh, the uh, whiteout. There no wasn't corners a corners bent. And no corners bent. Nothing. They were absolutely pristine. It reminded me of one of my favorite scenes from my cousin Vinny. This is National Cinema Weekend, by the way. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, but I was thinking today with, <laughs> with these file folders, I was thinking of one of my favorite scenes from my cousin Vinny. You got the clip, my man? You got it, honey. You did it. The case cracker. <laughs> they did it they did it the case cracker you know the federalist had that um you weren't here that night but i read some of the items the federalist had the 15 um uh the 15 items that the fbi planted at mar-a-lago um like this couldn't happen like they couldn't just magically find some empty file folders and then all they got to do is push out the narrative of where are these missing documents the missing documents <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Bob Walters. He's going to be here with his report for the week. And it's going to get crazy, y'all. Don't go away. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. 
Don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It's Friday. Y'all know what that means. We've got our, our own... He didn't... He, he's not like Elhoff. He didn't ride in the backseat of a fighter jet. But he's got his own call sign because he's been fighting for the kids, fighting for this country for decades. And his call sign is Don Quixote. Of course, I'm talking about my buddy and my, our, our friend and yours, Bob Walters. And he joins me now. Hello, my dear. Hello. Good to be here. Well, thank you for being here. The hardest. You're like the James. We should have maybe had his call sign be James Brown because he's like the hardest working man I know. Here it is Friday night after he's put in a hard week with his business. Friday night on a Labor Day weekend. And I did not give him the Friday night off. <laughs> I made him come on tonight. That's um, right. All right, my dear. Uh, start us off. You got some good news tonight. I love it. Yeah, I do. Um, in September, the Young Black American, Black Academic Kickoff will be held for 100 black men meeting with 100 black students, grades 9 to 12. This is an, an effort to have black businessmen and, and professional people meet with struggling black students to give them incentive to do better in their life and have focus and get on with their success. That's phenomenal. We've talked about this. But I'm not sure if this is the same as the 100, the, the group, the guys out of Florida. There's different types of variations of this kind of thing going across the country. And you never hear the left talking about this, Bob Walters, no. um, because this is this is a successful program. And it's not about telling kids that they don't have any opportunity to make it in America. It's about, look, we made it. And, you know, act like a gentleman, work hard, get yourself educated, and you can achieve it, too, is really what the core of these groups are about. And I absolutely love this. Yeah, they're spreading around the country, which is great. Mm-hmm. All right. Then you got Northwest Public Schools in Nebraska <laughs> have shut down a 54-year student newspaper for printing articles on Gay Pride Week and the history of homophobia. Also had an editorial opposing the Florida law on Don't Say gay law so this is all the public schools in nebraska i'm confused yeah that's northwest public schools it's one district called northwest public Schools. oh okay so it's one district in, in nebraska and they're like um i wonder what happened do you have any information on how this um did they just wake up one day or was there a battle over this were they like look we're not going to keep publishing this stuff if you if you keep coming to us with this we're going to uh, do, you, do you know about the battle that went down, or was it just they just came out one day and just said, we're done with this? Well, they had they had warned them two or three times mm. to stop publishing LGBT-supporting documents, and they didn't. They kept doing it. And then when you hit Pride Week, they really got into it. Mm-hmm. So the administration of the school district decided to shut the newspaper down, and uh, it's gone. Well, and good. It's been suspended. They closed it. Well, I think that's I think that's the right thing to do, because quite frankly, I mean, you know, these newspapers really, you know, um, you know, if they're just being used to demonize, you know, to to indoctrinate, to push wokeism and to demonize with this thing, history of homophobia is basically to demonize, uh, you know, people that don't uh, uh, agree um, with the lifestyle choice, then, you know, they, they sh- it shouldn't be in existence. I agree. <laughs> yeah, and what are these school kids doing yammering about a Florida law anyway? They need right. they need to sit down in their desks and learn their three R's. What else you got? All right, they got the appeals court in California rule that San Jose Unified School District must reinstate a Christian athletic club after it was excluded due to its stand for traditional marriage and rules on conservative sex and family. 
Yeah. The same district recognized last month a satanic club. Okay, so it's okay to be a Satan worshiper in this at this at San, San Jose Unified, but you couldn't be a Christian uh, kid who believes in traditional marriage. Is that what, what they were trying to lay out here? Pretty dramatic. And the appeals court in California just ruled against it, told them they had to reinstate this, the club. Well, yeah. Good news. Well, yeah, but I mean, it shouldn't. I mean, to, to think that that's where we're at, and this and this whole thing about there's such a thing to, on tonight's show with uh, Satan. It's uh, imagering, and from Biden's speech last night, it, even people on the left were like, "Wow, this was really bad." There's no getting around that that was satanic imagery. We've got a story later on in the show that you sent to me, by the way, about Disney, Bob. We, I, I'm going to not take your time to talk about that, but we're going to share with the leader, uh, the, the listeners later on about this Disney, um, cartoon oh. you sent to me today that's about Satan, uh, which is crazy. Now we've got a school district that was allowing a satanic club, but not a Christian club. Look, this just goes, this proves to me, Bob, and, and, and should to everybody out there. This is, uh, Biden was right about one thing. There is a war going on for the heart and the soul of this country. America became the exceptional country and the greatest country in the history of the world, in part because, if not a large part, if not almost exclusively, because we believe our rights come from God, not from man, and we believe in Judeo-Christian principles and values, and that was the underpinning of our society. And since then, the forces of evil have been have been seeking to destroy it, and, and, and now they're pushing that crap on our kids in our schools, and it's demonic. It is bad. Well, I got some other news, a little shocking. Kindergarten will now become mandatory in California. A new law was passed, thanks to our governor. Mm. Now, right now, parents can decide when when they want to send their kid to kindergarten versus first grade. Um, so, it, I tell you the truth: when you cover that story soon about what happened with the sex with a five-year-old, and then you think about and, that, and kindergarten kids are four and five-year-old. And they're going to make it mandatory, so you get in school and they start indoctrinating them and sexualize them. Wow, I didn't even I didn't even put the two and two together. You're absolutely yeah. right. Um, let me play that clip because what you're saying here is that all of a sudden now, for the first time ever, kinder- kindergartners, uh, k- children of kindergartner age will it it will be mandatory. Parents will not have the have the right to decide whether or not a four or five year old or sometimes they're six going into kindergarten whether or not that kid is going to be at home or whether or not it's got to go to kindergarten. And you and I have been reporting for a long time back before all this transgender stuff. There was this sex ed curriculum and this the sexualizing of children. And then we also started seeing a pattern to where it started to look as though the end game here was pedophilia with children. That pedophilia, this is something you and I have been identifying long before other people were talking about it. And then Skins found this clip of this teacher from El Paso. It's a little hard to hear, but you guys really need to listen closely and hear what this teacher is saying to to one of her students. Stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. Stop this. Yeah. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. Minor attracted persons. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Wow. Listeners, if you haven't heard what she's saying here is this teacher tells this kid, stop it, Diego, because he called somebody a pedo. 
we're not going to call them that. We're going to call them MAPS, Minor Attracted Persons. Student two says no. Teacher, Minor Attracted Persons. Student one, no. Teacher, so don't judge people because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. And now you've connected that to the fact that now here they are going to be forcing five-year-olds to go into schools. Our children are sitting ducks, aren't they, Bob? They really are. And it's it's alarming. I didn't know this was happening, but it just passed last week. So, Well, now we're not saying that the intention of forcing you know parents to enroll their kids at kindergarten age is to set them up to be attacked but what we're saying is is that it's shocking at how the the attempts to indoctrinate children uh and to sexualize children which now they're defending pedophilia um puts every child at risk yeah it's true. In every possible way. They are recruiting them into transgenderism. They absolutely are behind the parents' backs. There's parents that are losing custody of their children as, as a result of this. They're trying to lie to people today and say that there are no hospitals that are actually performing gender uh, mutilation surgeries on children. That's not true. They are. They've been trying to hide the fact that, that the end game for all this LBGT stuff was to add the P to it, which is pedophilia. And there we have a clip of it. Bob Walters, you know, it's, it's really scary for parents to hand their kids over to these schools and now they're forced to for kindergarten age yeah in california naturally yeah and you got virginia school board adopts an anti-trans bathroom and locker rule that forbids anyone using a bathroom not of their birth gender okay <laughs> this is hanover county in virginia this is good news because before they were considering to allow the boys and the girls to go to any bathroom they want even though it's smart men or women, they don't have to abide by it. Right. Now, this is this is really good news because this is Hanover County. We all heard in Loudoun County that not only were they letting boys who claimed to be girls go into the girls' dressing rooms and locker rooms and bathrooms, but after a boy raped a girl, um, they did not remove him. They, they didn't they didn't prosecute him. They didn't call the police. What they did was they moved him to a new school and then they arrested the dad who came to the school board to, to scream about it. So this is really good news in Virginia. This needs to happen across the country. If they want to have restrooms in these schools where these confused kids or whatever kids want to go and use. Go, that's what they need. Yeah. Girls bathrooms, boys bathrooms. He and, raped another girl in the other school. <laughs> oh, that's right. He did. He did. Yeah. All right, homeschooling kids now number 3.7 million in the nation, or 7% of the total student population. This is a huge jump from 2019 when the number was only 4%. Many reasons for this, but it does save the taxpayers $56 billion Mm. a year. (laughs) And studies have shown it benefits for those kids and families who engage in this particular form of education if mom and dad work. 70% of peer studies show sex action helps them perform better academically than those in the public school. So, and it saves the schools on cost of lunch, lunches which they're giving free, and busing. And it protects the kids from the rise in school shootings, which is happening far too often. So, preschooling is a real growth industry, almost doubling in one year, which is amazing. Yeah, in fact, Bob and I are going to be interviewing, there's a, 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 a kind of a homeschooling type of um, co-op, if you will. I'm, I'm curious and interested to learn more about it. That's in Oceanside that basically a homeschooling outfit that's kind of set up shop in a, 
in a business center um, that's interesting. It's kind of the first of its kind, and Bob and I are going to be talking to to, to them. Uh, we'll keep you posted on when that is. Look, that's one of the downsides for them when it came to COVID, right? They're perfectly yeah. fine to have kids sit at home. Well, you know what? For parents, many for parents that are that are disgusted with these curriculums out there, they were forced to have their kids at home and get homeschooled anyway, so they might as well take it over and make sure their kids are you know actually getting an education i think a new report came out this week uh, about uh, the drop in um the drop in academic achievement of course they're blaming it on covid right they're saying oh covid cost kids their education no government did government did and yep. and homeschooling is a way for parents um to to get control and actually get their kids educated you you report here 56 billion was saved did that go back in our pocket yeah it, it it does. Well, so far as uh, whatever the state decides to do with that money, it's extra money they had that they had allocated per student, but they don't have to spend that money because those students aren't in class. Mm. All right. This is a good time to take a break. We come back. We're going to get into a little college crazies. So don't go okay. away with Don Quixote. Bob Walters is sticking around, and you better, too. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show, continuing on with Bob Walters, who no doubt has some craziness happening in our colleges to share with you all. First of all, we got one more good news. More kids oh. are repeating classes these days, but it seems to actually help them overcome education issues. If they're not sufficient in what they learned and, and not able to move to the next class, Parents are urged to keep their kids back for a year and let them catch up. Hmm. Pennsylvania, the number jumped last year from 20,000 to 45,000 kids this year being kept back one year. Nothing wrong with that. No. College crazies. Three professors at UCLA in the School of Dentistry were found to have solicited special charges from international post-grad students to pay, which they apparently kept for themselves. Except a side fee, not tuition. Huh. Middle Eastern kids were targeted since they was thought they had lots of money. Tuition runs seventy thousand dollars, but these three resigned after having collected more than two hundred thousand dollars in the last three or four years from these students. I don't know why they weren't prosecuted, Bob. That's crazy. They're they're basically they're they're basically going in and you know it's like, it's almost like a mafia play. You know, um, going to you know you know give me give me extra money. I, I that's crazy. It is special charges. Was it for was it for grades? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Harvard is sitting on top of fifty four billion dollar hedge fund called endowment, which they get from ex students on which they pay no taxes. Yale has thirty one billion of endowment funds. Stanford, twenty nine billion and Princeton, twenty six billion. Wow. They must be able to foot the bill for the student loan forgiveness where it's appropriate <laughs> yeah i mean they got all that money what you know why the taxpayers got to pay for it because and we know the game we know that this is basically a money laundering o- operation um you know these schools get to jack up their tuition um then the students come out with worth, worthless degrees the taxpayers have to pay pay for that and then it just funnels more students to these socialist you know um indoctrination centers yeah it's bad we got about four or five minutes left what else okay, we got tonight? Again, <laughs> black students are more harshly disciplined than Victor Valley High School and Department of Education maintains. One principal defended the practice, saying that blacks are louder and more disruptive in class, despite warnings and private talks. 
He feels their culture and their parent upbringing has made them disruptive in class rather than studying. And I think that's we see that around the country, frankly. Well, you know, it is what it is. Cult, cult, there are cultural differences that are feeding uh, disciplinary issues. That's just the truth. You know, Biden's saying, oh, well, let's talk truthfully. Well, let's talk truthfully. That's what happened here. Okay. Yeah. They got Newsom signs a bill that sets rules for kicking unruly people like parents out of public meetings and can legally be expelled with after, after one warning. Wow. So I, yeah, I didn't they, hear about this. So he signed a bill that basically denies speech. Yes. For people who um, come to public meetings. If they're protesting, they need to be thrown out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nobody's reporting that. This is the first I've heard of this. I know. And then you got somebody close here. Newport Mesa Unified School District in Orange County has ordered books for all their classes called Comprehensive Health Skills for High School. That claims this book claims there are 10 sexual orientations and eight genders. I can't believe they just bought thousands of these books for every one of their students in school. Wow. Um, and that's right here in Newport Beach. Yeah, that's, you know, uh, Orange County is considered to be, you know, conservative area. This is uh, this is just more evidence that parents need to not be thinking, oh, my area is considered red. My schools are safe. Um, you know, a school teaching that there are eight genders. Yep. It's ins- crazy. It's insane. Well, then you got a Utah judge who was appointed by Biden uh, temporarily blocks the bill banning transgender girls from working from playing in female sports. This is being appealed, but the battle goes on in many states with the LGBT groups forcing the issue. So sad. All right, Bob, 90 seconds left. 90 seconds. Washington, D.C. is now the only school system to forbid students to attend school not vaccinated. <gasps> Half of all D.C. students black would now be banned. The mayor denies it. But then the mayor announced the next day that they have a back-to-school payment program that would give $1,000 to all students by the district's temporary assistant program for needy families. <laughs> 15,000 families are going to get the money next week. Wow. Have to go to school because they didn't get the shot. Wow. This... Uh... We've got one school district that is mostly black students. You know, America, if you're concerned about racism, here it is, right? I mean, these are the kids that need to be going to school. Uh, the children don't get, get this disease. They don't give it. The CDC just came out with the guidelines that there's no difference between whether people got the shot or not. So this is right. just so unfair to black students. Tell everybody before out of time about We the Kids. Yeah, We the Kids is a great organization. They really got books and materials and, and they're holding radio sto- uh, sessions and they're teaching kids to be proud of America, and they're urging parents to contact them. And for free, you can get books and background material to give your kids to get them in the right focus on America and its history. And it's wethekids.us. Now, when is your book coming out? Yep. When is your book coming out? Oh, uh, I should have it uh, from the proofreader next week, and it should be out. First copy should hit the street like Amazon probably in two weeks. All right. So stay tuned for that. And we're going to do a special segment when, when Bob's book is ready for you guys to hear all about it and go out and get it. And Bob, we hope you have the best Labor Day weekend ever. You deserve it. You are our hero, perpetual hero of the week, our Don Quixote, and we love you. All right. Stay tuned. Another hour of the Andrea K Show coming up. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.